Welcome to DP City Church Podcast. Connect, grow, serve. Amen. I just want to show you in Scripture why water and wilderness matters. We're going to be talking about today, Ray, the water and the wilderness. You'll probably have to figure out along the way, Judy, if you're in the water right now or you're in the wilderness right now. How many of you know when you step in the water and you step out, something's going to be tested? Anybody in a test right now? Go on, hold your hand. Look at that. Even people in, in tests are like, I'm scared. I'm scared to even put my hands up. Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 15. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized. The distance, they believe, is about 70 miles. That's the same distance between Hemet and Disneyland. 70 miles, Lynette. 70 miles. Kind of reminds me of a, a woman delivering a baby. You know when a guy goes, oh, that can't be too bad. Until you're in labor for a long time. You know what I mean? 70 miles. Sometimes we read Scripture and we forget our Savior, fully human, fully God, walked 70 miles. 70 miles would probably take 18 to 24 hours. I've ran three marathons. Suzanne did one of them with me. One in three hours and 24 minutes, one in five hours and nine minutes, and one in six hours and three minutes. And I didn't finish one and got hypothermia and was sent to the hospital. Here's what I'm telling you. Jesus did a lot more than me. So we got to remember when we're reading these scriptures why our Savior did things he wants us to do. And John tried to prevent him saying, I need to be baptized by you, and are you coming to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him to, be, to baptize him. Why does righteousness matter? Because to get righteousness, his righteousness, you've got to be obedient. Even Jesus knew when he came here, he said, Whatever you see me do, I'm doing what the Father's already done. Right? That's obedience. So Jesus says in Matthew 6, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things would be added unto you. Sometimes we're trying to be right on our own. See, there's probably some people in here right now. You ever notice when you go in the water? A lot of times you go into water when you feel dirty, Right? But sometimes we're trying to go in, even sometimes people when they're in sin, get into the shower or the bath just wanting to feel better even though the sin is within. You're trying to wash, 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 or in Kentucky, wash, wash, wash something away. But see, when you seek his righteousness, it's not about us being right. We're right with him. See, there may be someone sitting here right now, and you're knee-deep in sin. You know Jesus loves you just as much as when you're standing on the mountain? Come on, you can give him a praise for that. 
So what I want to do is just show you a quick clip of uh, a drama, t- uh, you know, just showing Jesus being baptized, and then we'll get back to the teaching. You ever notice how powerful it is when you just say the name Jesus? Jesus. Jesus. Stop and think for a moment what Jesus has done for you. Right after the baptism happens, Matthew 3, 16 and 17. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove. And settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, Now, this same voice would say this about you. This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Here's what's interesting water in the Bible is mentioned seven, over 700 times. 700 times. You know, when they're in uh, the desert, Red Sea opens. You just think about it. right now, think about the times. You've heard about water in the Bible. What would the Bible look like if the water was removed? This is such a powerful moment in the Bible. It's one of the few times it ever says that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were all there together. How many people want the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit communing over your life and in your life? But once again... Frank, we know that when we experience the water, what comes next? Marriage. But I'm sorry, wilderness. Not sure where that came from. Sorry about that. Lord, forgive me for my sins are many. 
What, did someone say suicide? I heard someone, no. Hey, how about my wife this morning with the transition? So good. That woman's learned everything from me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Man, I already feel some women just burning my head off right now. They're just looking at me. Oh, there's the couch again. Okay. So we know that when the Israelites went through the Red Sea, they come out on the other side. So the Red Sea is just a picture of baptism. They come out into a wilderness. Then they travel for three days, can't find no water. After three days, the water is bitter. See, a lot of times we wonder, why does God take us from one place to another place so quickly? Al, when you got sick, when you had some issues physically, and I know you're still walking through some things, isn't it strange how fast? Pastor Bob this week, he'd been having some pain. We didn't know last Sunday when he was preaching. How about Pastor Bob last Sunday? What a great message. Ethan and Migdal. But we didn't know when he was preaching last Sunday that he'd be having surgery yesterday. Sometimes, most of the time, God's going to take you from the water to the wilderness. Seems strange, but that's just what God does. So I want to show you what happened to Jesus immediately after he was baptized. Then Jesus was led up in the Spirit. Now, this is in Matthew. If you look in the book of Mark, it says at once he was put out by the Holy Spirit, at once, immediately. Why would the Holy Spirit drive him to a test? Tracy, you ever get in the middle of the test and go, God, what are you doing? How many of you ever had, I had a couple years ago where I said to Suzanne, I was going through a just very difficult time, and I said, this is too big for God. You hear all those religious people, they're like, oh, Lord, strike this man down for them. And then my wife said something, because all the women in here know women are very wise, right? Victoria's like, she thinks something bad's going to happen. No, I'm serious. I'm just going, all the women are wise. My wife said, no, it's just too big for you. Mm. <sighs> Reggie, by the way, your opening was really good this morning. You know, I was just thinking about you, Reggie. You know what I was just thinking about? We need some blackness in this church. It's just too many white people. Come on now. Come on. All right. Mm. See, if I'd have read that scripture in a black church, David, they'd have been like, praise the Lord, brother. Come on. Come on now. You can feel it. You can feel it. You can feel it. Right, Reggie? In a white church, they're like, can we move? Can we move? But thank God for the brown people, the Hispanic people, because we know, yeah, right over here. Woo, man. Dang. Mm, 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 mm. I probably won't be invited back to preach, but that's all right. That's fine. Ah, let me get back to the scriptures. Then Jesus was led up by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. The 40 is representative of the 40 years the Israelites spent in disobedience out in the wilderness. 40 days, 40 days. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, if you're the son of God, command that these stones become bread. Aaron D's, if 
you're a daughter of God. Mm, where's Alyssa on at? Alyssa on if you're a daughter of God. Chris, right? Chris, if you're a son of God. See, the enemy always wants us to question what God just spoke over us. When the Bible was originally put together, there was no chapter breaks and verses. So literally, Jesus goes from being baptized, Jackie, baptized to a test. See, a lot of times when we read the Bible, we're like, in oh, chapter 3, let's take a break. God's like, no, 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 Jesus. No, 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 Carolyn, it's time to go to the test. Come on, Tony and Jenna, you're getting ready to move to Arkansas. Arkansas. Hey, let's give it up for Tony and Jenna. They're getting ready to move. Time for a test. What's your sister's name again? Jada. Do you live here? Oh, so you're going to take their place when, when they leave? All right. I just met Jada this morning. I don't know you, Jada, but I know God's going to be doing some good things in your life. Let's give it up for Jada. We know she better than that other Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Slap that boy. <clears throat> no, sorry. I don't, know, I don't even know where that come from. So here's the thing. Carol, you know if they tested Jesus, they're going to test me and you. See, demons, the only reason they want to test you is because they actually they're scared of you. So Jesus responds by saying, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Bread is temporary. The word of God is eternal. The dev devil wants us fixated on the temporary. You know COVID's temporary. You only make it eternal if you think about it all the time. People say we're in a recession. I didn't see anything leave the planet. Did you? As my daughter hates when I say this, I'll let that kind of settle just a little bit. See, we think, who's your source? It ain't CNN, Fox News. It ain't Wall Street. It's his street. Matthew 5, 6, Jesus said this. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. I want you to listen to that again. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. See, when you hunger and thirst for Jesus Christ, it's just a flow. Like when Lynette was singing this morning, beautiful voice. Worship team was amazing. Let's give it up for the worship team. But at one point when she was singing, you just see that flow, that flow. I remember Eric LeBue, he probably won't even remember this, one time told me in a, a men's meeting, he said, when the Holy Spirit's on you, when you actually go back to the original language, he said it's like being smeared with oil. Ooh, that's good, huh? I come from a guy, too. Let's give it up for the guys. Come on. You remember that, Eric? Mm. Someone needs to smear my wife in some oil. And I don't mean that in a bad way. You know what I'm saying? She needs the Holy Spirit. Come on. All right. Here's something you need to think about. So Jesus being tested by the devil. Did you know this? You know, in the garden, it was a serpent, they say, snake, when Adam and Eve was tested. Did you know, David, that snakes don't have eyelids? They don't blink. So they always like, I'm going to get you. They're always looking. Always looking. 
See, the enemy, the devil and his demons, are always watching. See, watching's one thing, but the word is another thing. See, we get scared of someone watching us, but they don't understand that when you go through a test, what starts coming out of you? The Word of God. Do you know when Adam, when God breathed into Adam, it was the breath of life. It was the breath of life. Kathy, think about that. Look at that, that baby right there. She's like, yeah, breath of life. I always use the example of swimming. You jump down in a pool, you come back up, first breath, you go, like you've never taken a breath before. The breath of life. Let's go to the next temptation, Matthew 4, 5 through 7. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and he said, if, there we go again, and I want you to listen to this closely. This is what the devil is saying. If you are the Son of God, jump off, for the Scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you, and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the Scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. Here's the interesting part. The devil is actually quoting Scripture, Psalm 91, verses 11 and 12. What's your name? This young lady right here, second row. Yeah, what's your name? Let me come down there for a second. Have you been here before? Oh, you coming back again? No, I'm just kidding. What, and what's your name? Rachel. Rachel and Rachel. Hey, let's give it up for Rachel and Rachel. I remember. I met you guys at a Bible study, at Jackie's Bible study. Yeah, sorry, I'm 57. I actually will be 58 in just a couple weeks. So if I forget anything. So have you ever went through a test, a difficult time? And you ever notice sometimes if we don't listen to the voice of God that the enemy will start twisting things? You ever had that happen? Yes. You know those are just lies, right? Did I make you nervous? If I stand right here, do I make you more nervous? Oh, sorry about that. Hey, here's my beautiful wife. Four days, we'll be married 21 years. Man, that woman's been blessed for 21 years. Come on now. Right, care? Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. Here's what Satan left out, Psalm 91.13, the very next verse. Now, you've got to think about this in spiritual application. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. Now, why did the devil leave that out? He just said, Jesus, jump. Jesus said, no, no, no. Don't test the Lord your God. Jesus already knew he had authority. He knows the Scripture. That's why Jesus says in these tests, it is written, it is written, it is written. Jesus always responded that way because two of the most powerful tools we have is the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, obviously the name of Jesus Christ. When you're going through a tough time, just say, it is written. It is written. It is written. Who's ready to kind of land this plane and get to some baptisms. We've got a good video coming up soon. Yeah. Hey, let's clap. Let's clap for Jesus. You guys want me to dance? Hey, Reggie. Reggie. 
Can you guys clap again? They, they want me to bounce, I think. I'm not mm. I'm concerned I'm going to throw my back out. Matthew 4, 8 through 11. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you'll just kneel down and worship me. Now, why would Satan say that to him? Because we know in the Bible, Satan actually knows all Scripture. He just twists it. We know the Bible says every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Why would the last temptation, kneel down and worship me? Mm. Don't kneel down and worship any demon. You know, I heard this just recently. There was a story about a lady that had a python snake. Some of you, anybody in here got a snake? Okay, you're all saved then. Good job. All right. Said she had a python snake, wasn't eating. She goes to the pet store and she goes, man, I don't know what's going on with this python snake, but it's not eating. So he starts asking her questions like, she goes, is it sick or anything like that? And he goes, no, I don't think so. And he goes, I'm just curious, is it sleeping in the bed with you? And she goes, well, I have a cage next to uh, my bed, and I've let it out, and it's been coming up and sleeping next to me. I know, I know. I was thinking the same thing when I heard this story. So he said, I'm just curious when you wake up in the morning, how is this snake laid out? And she goes, oh, it's stretched out next to me. And he goes, oh, it's measuring you because it's getting ready to eat you. Anybody in this room right now, if you have some snakes in your bed, kick them out. How about we say that again? If you're fornicating, kick it out. Oof. Mm. you're committing adultery? Or how about that main sin that Satan got cast from heaven for? Pride. Boy, snakes can take all forms and sizes, right? So Jesus said, get out of here, Satan, for the Scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away, and angels came and took care of Jesus. I find it strange that the devil would tempt Jesus with things he already had authority over. It seems strange. Some people wonder because Jesus was in his humanity on earth, but fully God at the same time. Maybe in his humanity did he still realize he had authority. David, do you realize you have authority? The question is, what do we do with it? We have a lot of Christian atheists. Christian atheists. They believe in God. They just don't live for him. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Let me turn around, turn around, turn around. Because I'm talking about myself, too. Sometimes it's easy to preach about God. It's not always easy to live for God if you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to guide you. Don't be a Christian atheist. Be a Christian, a Christ follower. Time in the wilderness does not have to be seen as a bad thing. It's a time of preparation. God's getting re- you ready for a new season of life. Who's ready for a new season of life? See, Jesus never took his eyes off the Father, and neither should you and I. 
if you keep your eyes on the Father, it's easier not to get distracted. You know the word distraction? They say it was actually used by the French. The French would take a person they were going to execute and tie one leg here, one leg here, one arm here, and one arm here to four horses, and then they would uh, distract them. You know distraction. Facebook, Instascam, Instagram, YouTube, Trump, Biden. It's good to be informed. Just don't get infected. Because I've been both. And Reggie said, hallelujah, praise the Lord. All right, what we're going to do is I'm going to have you guys stand up because we're getting ready to close service. If you just stand up, please. We have a baptism right after service. I want people that feel like they want to get baptized today. I don't care if you're in your clothes. We have T-shirts. We have shorts that you can use. We'll have towels over here. Johnny Hernandez is going to be doing it. But while this song's playing, whether you've already signed up or you want to get signed up, I want you to walk over this way, and my daughter, Sierra, will have a clipboard. Because water baptism doesn't get you saved. But when you go in the water and you come out, you don't have to hide anymore. You know, when the Israelites went through the Red Sea, the Egyptians were chasing them. Remember Bob's sermon, Etham and Migdal? The Egyptians were chasing them. But just like the enemy tries to do with us, eventually the water, it just comes over your past. Old things pass away. Behold, all things are new. So here's what I want you to do. Why this video is playing. If you've never heard, anyone ever heard the song In the River? In the River? Why it's playing, if you know someone or you are someone that wants to get baptized, just walk over this way. The, song, the video goes about three minutes, and then I'll close in prayer. Thank you for joining us today at DP City Church. We would love the opportunity to pray for you, and we are believing God will do big things in your life this year. You can contact us at info.dpcitychurch.com. If you'd like to give to our ministry, you can visit www.dpcitychurch.com. Thanks again. God bless.